Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time on The Laundry Hour, we talked about the More To Be podcast and the episodes 200 and 201 about becoming the woman God intended, a look at Proverbs 31. If you got a chance to listen to that podcast, you will know about my banana pancake story. <laughs> um, but more importantly, I think you will have hopefully been encouraged um, just by my look at Proverbs 31 and my takeaways from those podcasts, just wanting to be a trustworthy wife, wanting to be um, the one that will take care of my family, and then when they're taken care of, go beyond and take care of those outside of my home, and just being intentionally focused on the mission that God has given us, that God has given my husband, um, and just walking that out in faithfulness every single day. Um, Today, I'm really excited to share something with you. Uh, A sweet friend of mine uh, gave me a book, and I truly believe this is from the Lord, like no joke. It's kind of the continuation of my Let Me Be a Woman journey, but actually it's kind of the prequel, because this book is called Beautiful Girlhood. It's by M. Hale, but was revised and expanded by Karen Andreola. I think that's how you pronounce it. So have you ever thought about what it means to be a woman, like before a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) becoming the woman that God intended you to be? Have you thought about that? What about what it means to be a girl? Like what is godly girlhood supposed to look like? Now I know some of you have boys, but I have two sweet little girls. I am teen girl mom all the way until I have a boy, of course. (laughs) But I have dreams and visions of them laughing together talking late at night, helping each other, and becoming the best of friends. Now, I know that that may not happen, but I pray and hope for it. So I am an only child, and I kind of get to live vicariously through them. Even seeing them interact now is precious, and they're 15 months apart. I have an almost two-year-old and an eight-month-old, so like she... Uh, Micah is eight months and she's starting to pull up and definitely crawling and like they will kind of play together and it is precious um but I I honestly cannot wait for more things but anyways I also just actively think about things that I will teach them obviously I'm homeschooling but like I think about conversations that I'll have with them, like if they have their first fight and um, how we'll walk through boys and going shopping and the traditions that we'll create together, the dates that we go on, our mommy and daughter dates, the dates they go on with their daddy, uh, when they get their period. Though I cannot protect them from everything, I desire to give them a pure and joyful girlhood. One that is beautiful, one that trains them for womanhood, and one that is full of wisdom and godliness. I tell you, this book is timely. <laughs> like, If you just open your eyes to what God is doing and just be available, like he will continue to speak to you. Like, I'm in awe. But as I think about what being a woman means for me, I'm remembering that my job is also teach them is 
my job, excuse me, is to teach them how to be a woman of God. But first, my job is to teach them how to be girls of God, how to be children of God. So if you will, journey with me as I try and think back to my girlhood, (laughs) as I read this book um, and share how I plan to teach my daughters how to be girls and transition into being women. So, side note, at church, we are doing a series on emotionally healthy spirituality. And if you have not heard of any of, like, any phrases of that, just the concept of the fact that our emotional health is directly linked to our spiritual health, but also directly linked to our physical health. Like, they're all connected, um... We cannot separate them from each other. What we eat affects how we feel. How we feel affects what we do, what we believe, where we go, all of those things. And so it's been really cool to walk through and think about the past. And so I also think that this book is timely because of how I have to think back. Um, And yesterday um, at church, we were specifically talking about like generational sins and, and what were some scripts that were passed down from our parents? Like what were things that our, your dad instilled in you? Like maybe actually actual things he said to you or, um, things that his life communicated. Same goes for your mom. And then how did, how has that affected what you do? Um, the pastor who is, um, who wrote the book, I don't have it in front of me, um, he said, yeah, Jesus may be in your heart, but Grandpa is in your bones. So yes, we have put our faith in Jesus, and we're trying to live out um, the gospel in everyday life, but we still have like patterns <laughs> from our family, and sometimes those patterns are not lining up with God's word, and so we have to be aware of them so that we can change them. So I think that's really cool that we've been looking back. If you at all are interested, I hope so. Um, I think his name is Peter. I think the last name is Scazzaro. I'm not really sure, but I guess I can put it in the show notes. Um, But the book is called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Um, Anyways, that side note ties into the fact that I'm excited to look back into my girlhood Um, I'm probably going to be really vulnerable, honestly, because um, off the top of my head, I can think of some things. My girlhood um, was at moments very joyful and fun, but also not pure Um, and not really by anybody else's fault but my own, which is very interesting, Um, especially to think of, okay, how can I as a mother... um, guide my children into pure living um, when me as the child chose impurity if that makes any sense Um, other side note I'm also very aware disclaimer of a of a lie that I believe Satan is trying to use against me I think it's very easy for all of us to look back at our childhood and to say clearly the things that we wish were better and the things that, you know, were good about our childhood. And um, 
now that I'm a mom and now that I have girls and now that I have children, I'm like, I'm going to do it perfectly. And I believe that the lie that I hear in my head is um, if you perfectly raise them, they will have no problems, they will have no flaws, they will have pure childhoods, and they will grow up to love Jesus. And that's just not true. Um, I can do one go with me. I could do everything perfect, but if the Holy Spirit doesn't call them, then they're still not believers in Jesus Christ. Um, does that mean that I shouldn't do things, shouldn't strive to do things well? Absolutely not. I am still called to be faithful in how I train and discipline and nurture my children, but at the same time, I'm not to trust in my work. I'm supposed to trust in the Holy Spirit to do his work, trusting in God to make fruit out of my seeds and my watering because he's the only one that gives rain. Uh, So that is truth that I know and a lie that I'm aware of that I am speaking truth to myself and just trying to mind myself um, even as I steamroll into this book and these concepts of how I'm going to teach my daughters how to be girls and women I'm supposed to I think I'm supposed to know that and to walk on this journey but also remembering hey Jamie even though you're going to faithfully do the work that I've given you do not trust in your work trust in me I believe that is definitely the word that God has given me and I hope that that is also something encouraging to you as well so I wanted to share three sentences from the first three chapters that kind of just um lead us into what this girlhood is so the first sentence is girlhood is the opening flower into womanhood um she uses the example of a rose but eventually it'll turn into a rose but this the seed that turned into a vine eventually oh in the spring we see a little bud on it and we see a little bit of the red and we're really excited because we know what it's going to be it's not there yet oh but the flower has started to produce um she used three words that i thought were really important words to remember that girlhood should be healthy that we need to remember that girlhood is always changing (laughs) in so many ways physically their body is changing every single day emotionally their body's changing every day and mentally they're changing like girlhood is like that awkward time that we all hate right in middle school where we're becoming a woman right a period happens we get boobs like acne like all of that stuff happens in that time we decide how we like our hair what kind of clothes we want to wear we're figuring out who we want to be we're leaving our toys behind that that whole place is always changing and I like um the, the one chapter she basically says like the fights that happen with girls and their mom It's not that your mom doesn't know you and doesn't care about you, but it's the fact that you are constantly changing. Mom just knows the girl you were yesterday, and you've become a new girl today. And so that's kind of where conflict comes. I honestly can still remember 
my mom doing my hair. <laughs> my mom wanting my hair to be big, bouncy, and fluffy, and me wanting my hair to be straight. And I don't want it bouncy, and I don't want, I don't want the body. I don't want the body. And she would do my hair and do it the way she wanted. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I remember just our conflict over my hair. And I'm just thinking, I don't know. I wonder, was there ever a moment where I wanted my hair to be big and bouncy? And then she fell in love with that style on me. And then was like, you used to like this. Why don't you like this? Um, rather than hearing me say, I want it like this. Fast forward, now my hair. Um, now I have natural hair rather than relaxing and straightening my hair. And now when my hair is big and bouncy, of course, my mom is like, oh, I've always loved that on you. <laughs> but hearing that in the book makes me think, oh... My mom wasn't trying to be on my bad side, you know? Um, so as moms, just thinking of your child is literally changing every moment and she does not know how to handle it. <laughs> as well as this book is written to her daughters. And so if I were to give this book to my girls when they were 11, for them to say, read and say oh I'm changing mom isn't trying to heart hurt me and then hopefully we can have conversations about it and say okay you're wearing hair straight <laughs> it's fine <laughs> you know anyways okay so girlhood is healthy girlhood is changing but also girlhood is precious that bud if we don't protect our rose bushes they may not grow into flowers and it's kind of cool that they have thorns because the thorns are are meant to protect them right maybe we're the thorns ha um, we are the thorns God has uniquely placed little girls little boys into families of a mom and a dad to protect to guide to teach to train to take care of these little buds that are going to turn into flowers so that when they go out into manhood and womanhood they are ready and that beautiful how it was created and understanding that not every little girl and little boy will grow up in that environment if you are a mom married to a husband with children in a home you have the awesome opportunity to give them what God has designed so even if you didn't have it yourself what wonderful thing is is that we are now in the family of God and so we've got an amazing father in heaven who loves us who is taking care of us and, and covers covers the sin and the hurt from our past and transforms us so that we can walk in the newness of life that we have been given in Christ Jesus. So we can give precious childhoods to our children. Again, we can't protect them from everything, but we do have the option and the ability and the opportunity to, to be those thorns, to keep out things that don't need to be there <laughs> until it's time. The second phrase is, girlhood is a time of making ready. 
I really like this phrase making ready when I was a girl I remember um, getting a prophecy I think this was 18 years ago I believe it was in 2000 which that sounds ridiculous saying 18 years ago and I wasn't an infant <laughs> anyways 18 years ago God prophecy and I remember her saying um, God is 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 making you ready like he's making Esther ready so if you have never read the story of Esther I'll just give a little snippet so this girl um, among a whole bunch of other girls goes into a palace and they essentially like do like a beauty competition <laughs> and and the king is going to decide who he's going to marry so in this beauty competition the girls are being made ready physically ready um, what is beautiful is that Esther was already being made ready prior to the the inner cultivations of beauty inside her were already being made ready and then she goes to this contest and she's already physically beautiful and then they continue with I don't know if it, it is specific but let's just say they do her hair and their makeup and they get her fitted in a beautiful outfit and they present her in front of the king and So they present her in front of the king, and he chooses her to be his wife. But Esther is a Jew. The king is not. And the king made a decree that all the Jews were going to be killed. So Esther is like, what am I going to do? And she prays and fasts and have her people pray and fast. And she ends up going in front of the king. And she's not supposed to go in front of him unless she's announced he could kill her or whatever. But he shows her favor. He not only listens to her plea, but he also doesn't kill the people. God put her there to preserve his people. Just like God put Joseph in Egypt to preserve the Israelites long before. There's a verse in Esther that I can't remember verbatim, but essentially that she was there for such a time as this. That was what she was being made ready for. And we get the opportunity to make our children ready for what God has for them. That they can walk in the good works that he has prepared beforehand for them. Wow. The last um, quote that I wanted to share today is, Childhood holds, holds its promises, womanhood its fulfillments, and a youth, those golden days of girlhood, the transition. So I think of those three steps. We get to be there in every step, but we truly get like a hands-on opportunity in their childhood. And then that tr transition into girlhood or boyhood. Um, so I'm excited. If you are a mom of boys, oh, sorry. <laughs> but there are books out there that talk about how to raise boys and it would be really cool if you listen to those. I would love for you to share some stuff. I can also share um, on the podcast as well um, for my boy moms. But I think this will also be really cool for, for you in general because you used to be a girl and maybe you will have girls. Um, but then also how to walk through thinking about your girlhood and maybe having conversations with your husband about his boyhood and how he will be able to to teach your son how to be a boy but then also how to be a man can i pray over you 
Father, thank you so much for being our good Father that we can trust and rely on, that cares for us, that makes us ready, that protects us, that loves us. God, thank you for the good works that you have prepared beforehand that we should walk in. Like right now, you've allowed us to be moms of your children. You've given us the responsibility, the privilege, the joy to make them ready, to protect them, to guide them, to train them. Please, as we are journeying to what it means to be women and mothers and wives, help us as we think back to what it was like to be a girl and how to, to teach our girls how to be girls or our boys how to be boys, um, boys after your own heart, girls after your own heart. This is some, some precious time and we don't take it lightly. And and in our faithfulness to do your work, God, we trust you to do your work in our work. We trust that you will will send your spirit before us um, to, to send rain and to break up the ground so that seeds take root and that flowers grow and that faith in you happens as well as beautiful little boys and little girls will grow up into men and women that love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe. If you loved it, please share. If you gotta have it, please write a review. I truly would love to hear what you have to say. And if you want more, tune in next week to continue this journey into girlhood with me. Um, But... I guess boyhood too (laughs) but maybe we'll start with childhood so everybody can be on the same plane together Um, but until then I will leave you with 2 Peter 1 2 may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ rest on you and your families I love you